Good evening, everybody. It is Sunday the 8th of August. I've just returned home from my weekly session down in Dunstable. How great is it to be back playing water polo again after such a tough year of lockdown? Sorry it's been so long since my last episode. last one would have been David Melly, who came on, oh, must be over a year ago now. I've just lacked a little bit of motivation, I'm not going to lie. Lockdown with work and everything, just, yeah, other things seem to take priority in my mind. But water polo is returning with a bang over the past month or so. And this weekend was another tremendous weekend. Following on from July when we had the British Championships in Cheltenham and Crawley, this weekend, yesterday specifically, was the Man Up event in Manchester. And I was delighted to have been invited up there by the organisers, Ant and Craig, to do a bit of refereeing and, and talk to a few of the people that were there. It's, it's the first time I've been up to the Man Up event, actually. Six aside, eight-minute periods... No real stoppages. You know, if a keeper saves it, we just play from the goalkeeper. From a goal, we just play from the goalkeeper. So it was fast and furious action. But played in the right spirit. And I I had a tremendous day. So what we've got for you in this episode is... I've got three short interviews with people to discuss the, the Man Up event specifically. Where they feel it fits within the the water polo calendar and activities that we have going on. So we're going to start off, I had a chat with the organisers, Craig and Ant. So I'm here at the Man Up water polo event this weekend, up at the Salford Keys, and I'm joined by Craig and Ant, who are the organisers of this event. It's been going now for a good number of years, but it's the first opportunity I've had to come up and... I'm enjoying myself so far. Actually, it's been a really good, really good um, day so far, give or take the weather. But um, summer in the UK, what do we expect? So, guys, I guess the first question I had is: this is not something we've seen in the UK before. So, what was kind of the inspiration behind sort of putting this event together? So, um, I suppose it was the FINA conference a few years back where all the rules changed. Um, tucked away in all that there was a little session about doing beach water polo and doing more event-based rather than sport-based programs and I, I found that quite interesting and I thought well I'd done a bit of open water swimming at Salford Keys and I thought ah, could this work in the UK in, in beaches maybe I don't know but you know we've got lots of open water venues now um, so that that's kind of where the idea came from um, and I drafted in Ant because we, we've both done a few junior water polo tournaments out of um, out of kind of leisure centres. So it, and, and Ant was connected with the community. So um, so yeah, we, we kind of got together and it, it came from there really. Yeah, I think it's it's great to do something a bit different, as you say. We've we we see a lot of tournaments inside. I often find our water polo tournaments because we're quite an insular community because of circumstances situations a leisure center that you don't really get any passing public whereas you know even today here you can see i i don't know a lot of the people that are here so for me that's a that's a good thing as somebody that knows a lot of people in the community that must be a real benefit for what you guys are trying to achieve absolutely yeah i mean you know um getting the community together providing more opportunities for them to come together and play the sport 
that was definitely one of the objectives but bringing it to places like this as well where we could kind of showcase it to a broader and a wider audience because nobody sees it normally it takes place in leisure centers late at night so um, yeah it's been fantastic for actually showing the sport to the general public and take for instance today where there's you know there's a football match on just down the road and you've got thousands and thousands of people walking past the event and they stop for five ten minutes and it's just a great way to showcase and promote our sport you know we're not confined to four walls we're here where people can see us and you know people are stopping by and asking asking the question what is it you know where can i find it there's been many a times over the last few events where people have have actually stopped watched and then asked us about how do we get involved in this how do we uh, find a team local to us and what we've done in the past is especially at the junior events has been able to to um, find or put those people in contact with a local team to where they live and you know that's that, I think that's what we need in the sport we need to promote it we need to showcase it and we need to have it out there for everybody to see yeah, because just now you're doing three events a year at the moment, isn't it? We had Albert Docks last weekend, Sulphur Keys this weekend, and then Nantwich next weekend for the junior competitions. Yeah, well, last year we had a potential five events planned, but obviously everything stopped because of COVID. Yeah. This year, our start date was pushed back massively due to the lockdown. So, you know, where we started in uh, 2019 in May, and ran three events through to um, August. We, we've condensed our three events this year into kind of three weeks. Uh, so it's been really hectic, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, I can imagine the organisation to get something like that on the go is uh, must be some effort there, good effort by you lads. Um, so 2019 you started, so if we discount 2020, because we all know that was a bit of... Oh, 2018, sorry, get my years wrong. Yeah, we just had the one event here. 2018 was this one. 2019 you ran the three events and then 2020 you were due to run the five but you know Covid got in the way as it did with everything so what has been the the highlights and successes so far that that you would say for the tournament? Uh, I've got a real soft spot for the Liverpool event Uh, I think like the dock there is great because it's kind of got tiered seating it's enclosed Uh, it's in a fabulous like destination the Albert Dock you've got a big wheel it's just I just find it special and we've had great weather uh, most of the tournaments up until today today it was inevitable it would happen but um, yeah I think I think for me the getting to Albert Dock in 2019 was 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 the great one and going back last week was was really nice as well don't know about you on no yeah I, I would agree I think being obviously my hometown as well I always wanted to do something there but um, the backdrop of it you've got the you know you've got the arena and the and the wheel on one side and then you've got the old Albert docks on the other and uh, the, the venues it's fantastic but yeah um, but I would also say I like the junior event as well because the, the you know the kids really really enjoy they, they don't ever get to experience outdoor water polo so um, you know they, they, that's really a really good one for me, I think. Yeah, I'm going to put the Albert Docks in for my calendar for next year. As soon as the dates come out, I'll get them in. I just wasn't organised enough this year, and I would have come next weekend as well, but I'm going going home for a wee visit. So I'm a, this is my only one this year, but I think my, my opinion is I think these are so important for 
just making things a bit different for our sport in this country. You know, I've been to Cheltenham the past few years when they've when they've had the British Championships. Now, whether that continues in Cheltenham, who knows what the future holds? But I hope a tournament is still held there because it's a similar situation. You go to Sanford Park, Slido, and it's a beautiful sunny day. Hopefully, touch wood. And there's all the public that are just there for a swim, and they're doing exactly the same as what you guys have said. Is what's going on here? Oh, never seen that before. What's that water polo? Oh, we used to play that in the holiday in the swimming pool. Well, you didn't, but it's well. We'll let you think you did. Um, but it just brings it to a whole, whole new set of people. I would I agree a hundred percent with what you say. What is the the sort of the future then for this tournament? You, you've got to three this year. You talked about five last year. Is the ambition to get to to five? Is it to take it a bit more on the road? What do you think? Um, I think this, obviously this year has been recovery, get getting what we can. Um, let's not be too ambitious in in what little time we've got left. Next year, yeah, certainly I'd like to do more events. I, I can definitely see us back at the same venues because we're established. Um, maybe looking further afield um we, we've got a, a kind of short list of things that we would really love to do um, but they at the moment we've not seen the right opportunities to do them and that's locations and um themes and things like that so maybe that's something we can explore next year um and yeah may, maybe trying to get new um new groups involved in man up as well um, maybe schools for one thing could be something we could run um, and support that so yeah we'll, we'll wait and see what happens yeah i think as, as craig said feverfield is is definitely on the on the agenda um, we would like to take it outside of the northwest and i know we've had a few um, we've had it we've had quite a few this this season to who've come from you know oxford who've come from london um, we've had we had a lot of interest from a, a team up in Scotland, um, but it was a little just a little bit too short notice. And uh, again, from um, a couple of players from over from Cattle Brewer and in Belfast. So, yeah, we'd definitely like to go a little little further afield, um, and that I think that that would be the goal for, for next year. So, if you know of a a, a good event, a good backdrop um, uh, space, then then let us know. Yeah, I'll keep my eye out. The one that's sprung to mind when I was, uh, I think it was John Maddock I was talking to earlier on and was probably maybe Nottingham in the home pier point. It's maybe not as an iconic a venue as Sulphur Keys or Albert Docks, but it's a purpose-built rowing lake. Uh, I did some swimming in there when I was a kid, um, when I was silly enough to be doing open water swimming. It's probably one maybe to, to look at in Nottingham it's, and it's, it's not going too far too soon, um, but it is, you then maybe get more teams from the east and the south potentially but there's so many bodies of water around that, you know, you could go down to, I don't know, Henley. Just imagine playing, imagine playing water polo in Henley Regatta. Yeah, we've looked, we've looked at that as well, and uh, we made some tentative inquiries. Um, but yeah, I think I think we need to spread out gradually uh, from our kind of home base because it's not without challenges, obviously. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, we we want to keep it interesting though as well. Um, you know, we, we don't want to just be um, putting on uh, sort of events just because there is somewhere to do it. We, yeah. we want to, you know, what will the value can it provide? What's in the area yeah. um, to make it, you know, a, a good entertainment visit for people as well? Yeah, absolutely. That's that sounds sounds tremendous. And I guess if you're going to start to expand, well, you need to start to 
try and increase your numbers of people helping and, and organizing or is that something that's in hand at the moment? Yeah, it is, it is one of the challenges and you know, we, we, we've talked about running multiple pitches. Um, we, we've, we're close to putting in a second pitch today just for weather reasons really, was trying to get ahead of the weather. But yeah, you're right, you know, if you run a second pitch, you've got to staff the pitch. Um, so it, it's not just about having the equipment and, and things like that. So And, and so far we, we really have been well supported by officials, uh, for example yourself travelling up today, um, but Mike Hesketh has been uh, been a great help with getting the competition uh, side of the, you know, the officials, the table, all that kind of stuff. Um, we've had some referees who've done every single event. So. But yeah, all Northwest referees. So it, it would be it would be nice to get uh, other people coming and uh, trying it out because the rules are slightly different. You know, you, we, we we've adapted them a little bit to make the game faster. But um, yeah, I think it's 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 uh, it's good for officials to 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 come and try something different as well. So. And, and I think, you know, big thanks to all of the officials that do muck in and all the helpers that we get as well. Um, it really is kind of a, a all hands to deck, you know, and we get a lot of help and we're really grateful for everybody that does help us. Yeah, and I would throw out, I've done three or four games today already and whilst the rules are slightly different, it's um, they're not that different, that the referees are not going to struggle. At, and I think actually the rule changes that you brought in, the no corners, the straight from the goalkeeper, the fact that it is a short, sharp game, they all work, they all web together to really make it, it makes it different and it makes it fun and it means that you're not relying on teams training for months to get ready for it because it's an 18 metre pitch and you, it's, it's accessible for all. It almost, you could have an, an, a, like a proper competition with proper teams and then a bit more of a social competition on the side. I think the the, the Rockets have got two players I've never played before. That's 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 tremendous. That's bringing new people into the sport. They may never play again, but they've played it now. They've enjoyed it. They'll go away and they'll say they've enjoyed it. Absolutely. Hopefully. When we played Liverpool last week as well, we um, to even it out, we had a nomads team, uh, and it was basically just anyone who wants to grab a hat and jump in. Uh, and it's great because some of the younger players got lots of time in the water and they loved that and the same today my son's come today um, there was a few teams struggling to get here on time so he just jumped in the water and he played for a couple of teams back to back loved it you know and his team's not playing today but he's still got to play so. yeah we we always say if you know if you, you can't make a team so sometimes they've they've been able to bring a team but maybe they haven't had enough for a women's team or enough for, you know junior team or vice versa just bring your cosy down and jump in because you know there's it's everyone everyone's in it and everyone's having a bit of a laugh so i think that's what we need in the sport too yeah about participation it's yeah i wish i brought my well actually no i don't wish i brought my trunks i've seen how cold everybody is when they've jumped in so i guess the one final question is how do you see this event fitting in around everything else that's going on obviously in british water polo the main event is the british water polo league how do you see something like this fitting in around the rest of the calendar? Um, yeah, I mean, managing the calendar <laughs> is difficult and sl slotting in events. Um, you know, we, we, we like the beach water polo format. How much we can take it towards the actual FINA rules, we don't know. The, 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 the format we've got this year, the eight minutes, 
no restarts, no corners. It's it's really worked well. Everybody's getting enough game time. Eight minutes is an, is a nice amount of time for a, you know a period. Um, but yeah, we, we like the, the idea of beach water polo. Um, it was trialled at FINA uh, a couple of years ago. Be interesting to see what happens with that and whether whether GB does something with it at, at some point. I, I do I do think you know we've maybe not been so successful in getting a, a you know a full men's squad or a full women's squad to to a, a Europeans or to you know to big competitions but it could be a new start it could be something that you know maybe if we focused on you know because we we do have those players who are good enough and you know beach water polo you need what six six players we could it, it could certainly be something that British women could could turn the hand to and we we could try and push that forward rather than trying to develop you know the larger squad at first I don't know you know I'm not I'm not in there to, to make those decisions but it could be it could be it could be something that we we could try and push towards I think as it is at the moment never mind talking about FINA rules I think it has a place in the summer period when you think British Water Polo League finishes in March you then have for the top six teams generally the British Championships everybody else has nothing then except for local leagues let's not play down the, what local leagues give us but there's nothing nationally until we start again in September so I think something like Man Up is a perfect filler would be being disingenuous and give, doing a disservice but it has that place in the summer as I, I guess it'd be like rugby you play rugby all year round from sorry from the season August to the spring and then you go and play sevens yeah. And I think, for me, this is where something like that would fit in. And, and as you say, Ant, you might get those players that have that maybe can't cope with 30-metre pitch, four periods of eight minutes, but they have the skills to play short game, they've quick thinking, and they've got the technical ability to, to play in a game like that. So I think there's, there's absolutely a place for something in the summer. And having spent the day here now watching this, I think I think it's got its place absolutely in in the summer that summer period. It could be that period could be yours. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Fantastic. Right. Well, we better go back and see what's going on over there. Craig and Ant, thank you very much for for talking to me and thank you for inviting me up this weekend. It's uh, it's been a really good day so far. Thanks very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Big thanks to Craig and Ant there for for taking the time to to talk with me. I, I thought it was really. First of all, it was difficult to find a place without a lot of background noise going on. Man United game had just finished against Everton and Salford Keys, which was the, the iconic venue that they had for this weekend, is, is right where everybody parks for, for the United games. But it was really interesting to talk, to listen to the, their plans for the future, how they they want it to be more than just a, a Northwest-centric event, which this year I think it's starting to break out a little bit. There was talk, you know, there was teams from Oxford, from London, interest from Scotland. You know, the teams that won it, Sedgefield won the men's from the northeast. Sheffield came across from from Yorkshire. So it's it's sort of breaking out of the northwest and the reputation it's gaining through being a relaxed, fun event, I think is, is really good. And to hear how they feel it can fit in is is a bit of a theme. Um that runs through 
sort of all the the three interviews I've done this weekend. It's it's that summer event that we're maybe missing at the moment. Not through criticism of anybody. It's just one of those. It's a bit more relaxed. We can try and bring in new people and and the work that Ant and Craig and and their team that have helped them put this together has done so far. I think it's it's really fantastic. And you know, if I wasn't uh, busy next weekend, I would definitely have attended their 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 third event of the year and I'm going to put them in the calendar for next year as soon as the dates come out and make sure I've got those weekends free because it was a fun day great to see members of the community especially this year members of the community you've not seen for well over you know 18 months since we everything was paused in March 2020 so it was it was really good but it's it's really encouraging that they are looking to expand it and it will be really interesting over the next few years to see where it goes. And if there's anybody, you know, any locations that can match the icon, the iconic venues that they've been in so far with Sulphur Keys and, you know, the Royal Albert Docks in Liverpool last weekend, you know, it'd be, it'd be great to see it go to some places. You know, just imagine Greenwich, I mentioned Henley. You know, these are really top-notch iconic venues that, that that are not without that, that are not out with our reach as a sport and gives us great sort of visibility to people that wouldn't normally see water polo so i think it's i think it's really good and it's it's great to have seen how many people were there spectating which is the sort of the measure of of what a great tournament that the the guys have organized and i can't wait to see where they take it going forward so once I'd finished discussing with the organisers, um, I grabbed a, a few people um, to to see, get their opinion on on the day, and and what they thought of the tournament. So the first person that I got to speak to was Pippa Jones. Okay, so I'm still at Man Up here in Salford Keys. I've now been joined by Pippa Jones. Let's be honest, who doesn't know Pippa in the UK water polo scene? Uh, Pippa's up here this weekend with the City of Sheffield women's team, is that right Pippa? Indeed, City of Sheffield women, um, a mix of players, um, including a guest for us, um, we, we just you know, asked who was around to do it. I've never been to this event before and it's great, it's really great. How, how, how do you find the format, the eight minutes, the quick games, the no restarts? Well, I think it's I think it's really good. I think it really works in this environment. But I've come here a little bit with my master's head on too to go. Well, so just said to to the organisers, you know, this would really work, and I understand they're thinking of doing it. But I think it's a it's great because it's kind of like the fast, furious, urban sport that we're all looking for post Olympics, aren't we? You know, something that's quick, that's easy to watch, that um, attracts people, that can take place in urban settings outside. Love it. Yeah, I agree, actually, and I actually forgot, I've only just thought of it, I didn't say it to Craig and Ant when I was talking to them before, but you think about how sports are going now, with um, Rugby Sevens is becoming more and more popular, we've just, we went from five-day test matches to one-day matches to 2020, and now we're on the 100, I think it's our equivalent. Yeah, I, I do, I think this has got huge potential, I mean, I know in Europe they sort of do the beach polo stuff, and that's, you know, short, short games, smaller sides. It is the way it's going. It's really easy to manage this. And it's all over quite quickly. Um, so in terms of holding people's attention, which is, you know, it doesn't mean you lose the 
original game, but in terms of marketing and making it modern and relevant, I think this is great. And how do you see something like this type of event fitting in around sort of the rest of the calendar? It was something I threw to Craig and Ant, and, and obviously being organisers, that's the sort of thing they're thinking about going forward. I guess, I mean, it's outdoors, so that limits <laughs> its potential. It's a lovely summer break. I think, you know, I mean, obviously this year we haven't got anything behind us, but I think normally you get to the end of the season and it can fall a bit flat. And this keeps the interest and the fun, which I think we've lacked a little bit. Everything's got very serious. Every match counts. Every match matters. This just says, come and have fun. And you can mix and match the teams a little bit, you know, couple of players from here a couple of players from there and everyone has fun and that's, that's what sport needs perfect and I just want to pick you up on one thing you said right at the start was um, you were looking at it with your master's head on does that mean that you're thinking this is something because I know you do a lot of out, outdoor swimming as well I see it on Facebook all the time so is this something you think you could take a similar sort of setup and do Yorkshire type way do you know I think there's lots of potential I think there's potential for masters already playing polo but actually, I think there's potential for people who aren't already playing polo. And I think there's a lot of outdoor swimmers who would go, I'll have a go at that, even if it was only once. Do it once, carry on doing your outdoor swimming, but, you know, stick this on the back of something. I, I think there is potential. Certainly people that I swim with, I have sneakily got the ball in from time to time. <laughs> and, you know, they're, they're, they love it. It's, it's something different. Yeah, We have the same at Milton Keynes, actually. We go out to a small river, which is quite slow slow moving and yeah we go and we throw a ball about and whilst I don't think it would have the infrastructure to hold a tournament it's it's exactly the same you've got the old open water swimmer coming past thinking hmm, that looks a bit more fun than swimming absolutely absolutely and you know certainly there's an outdoor in Yorkshire Manvers where City of Sheffield trained there quite a lot last year in lockdown so did Rotherham and they've got goals there you know there's a kind of there's a momentum people are, are, are getting interested and thinking yeah and the thing is it's outdoor it's a bit chilly eight minutes over and done with small sided not lots of subs hanging around getting cold um yeah i, I think so. and, and i love the way this the relaxed nature of it everyone's just hanging around it's great yeah no i agree 100 percent. i've really it's my first time here i've really enjoyed it, it it's the atmosphere as you say pippa it's every because because we're not a cheap sport to do i think you go to British League or British Championships or National Age Groups, it, it does matter because you've spent money yes. to enter that, yes. to, to run those events mm-hmm. um, over a season, whereas something like this, yeah, it's, it doesn't need to be as... And people are treating it with that, I yes. think. It, they're, they're treating it with respect, but in a relaxed way. I agree yeah. 100%. Yeah, and I think that, you know, the sport needs that. Somewhere there's been a gap. We've, we've become very serious... BWPA, yeah, age groups, they're all great competitions and, and we need them because yep. you want to be playing seriously, you want to be preparing teams for competitions that really matter and then you need a break and you need this kind of relaxed fun. And the weather hasn't been great today, hasn't stopped it. And I think that's interesting. People have just gone, oh, whatever, get a coat on, put a brolly up, yep. we'll be fine. So, yeah, more yeah. of it. Fortunately, the thunderstorms that were due seem to have passed. So thank goodness for that. Because that's the only thing I think would have stopped us. Uh, yeah, You're right, 100%. About that. It did look a bit like that at one point. But look, it's stopped raining now. There's even a little bit of blue sky up there. So, look. Ah, happy days. We'll get the sunglasses out before the end of the day.
Perfect. Well, Pippa, thank you very much, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, really great of Pippa there to, to take some time out from coaching the City of Sheffield ladies team to, to have a quick chat. And let's be honest, somebody with um, Pippa's experience, reputation, it's always good to get her opinion on things. There's not many people out there that carry the same level of respect that, that Pippa does. And I, I guess the, the one key takeaway from everything that Pippa said there was that element of fun. That is why we're all in the sport. We, we want to enjoy it. And something like this is different, which creates different fun, I would say. Um, it's not a seven-a-side, four-period game. It is accessible to everybody with the 18-metre pitch. And, and, and it just gives us something in the summer when we've not got the, the, the British Water Polo League, which... Is, a, is you know is the blue ribbon competition in this country it's fantastically run fantastically organized this is just different and has a has a more relaxed feel about it which will bring in a whole different set of people and allow those that maybe don't or can't commit to a full season to come along and, and play play some water polo and you know a few of the things there she said about say Sheffield they were maybe didn't have enough they were able to just bring in somebody that's there's not those sort of there's not strict registration rules it's all about playing which is so important for the post covid recovery is getting people in the water getting them enjoying our sport again we've just had the, the olympics on discovery plus and you know if we're going to take a bounce from that it's it's events like this which then will bounce into the the local leagues which are starting up and then into the the British Water Polo League, which which does start, you know, at end of, you know, late September, early October, you know, we've got to get that bounce from sort of one event into another, and and it was great to hear that somebody with the experience of Pippa was was having such a good time at the event. Nothing that was that was held by all. So there's just one more sort of um, chat I had, and that was with two giants of the game. I'll introduce them in a second. Still here in Manchester at the Salford Keys and I've been joined by two giants in stature and in reputation of the sport in the UK. Uh, Joe Regan, Tom Curran, thank you for joining me. Both towering over me as we stand here. Um, so guys, let's uh, get straight into it. Your team, you normally play against each other. Manchester Lancaster, quite a big rivalry there, but today you've come together. Do you want to tell me how this has uh, come about? Uh, yeah, I think like me and Tom have been friends for a long time. We just thought we played internationally quite a lot together, haven't we? And we just think we thought try something different. Not play, obviously not play Paul a lot for the last two years, and we just thought get our get the mates together, get a couple of non-water Paul players coming and coming and playing, and just have a good time really more than anything. Yeah, so and we've just got a lad from Sheffield playing Chris Armstrong. Yeah, Johnny Kirk who's no longer playing. We've got two lads who never touched a ball in water before. So yeah, there's. Top of, top of the game and bottom of the game and just a for a laugh. That's correct and I think that um, that the two guys that have never played before that you've just said that, I think that is, we've been talking a lot, I've spoken to Ant and Craig already and that's the sort of thing that sets this tournament apart from everything else we, we do in the, you know, when you think about the British League and the British Championships. Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, looking at itself, it's a great location. It's great exposure it's free exposure really you know the amount of people who are watching it up here have never seen a game of water before and 
the lads who played with us, you know, never never touched the get never touched the ball before. No, we're still staying in games as well. Yeah. So they're still they're still they're still getting up and down ever so slightly, still trying to have a shot at goal. So they're, they're learning the, the game in the game. So best way to do it, get through the deep end. The format here is brilliant, you know. The rules just make it quick, make it exciting. No, it's been brilliant, hasn't it? Yeah, we, yeah. we we could couldn't recommend this tournament anymore. It's been fantastic. And you say there about about the rules and the making it quick. What is it about the quick game that you think uh, appeals to people? You've got more goals. Yeah. So there's no stopping in between. Fouls are still there, but it's still quicker game, so you've got more goals each end, which makes it more exciting. It's a bit like where basketball succeeds because you've got goals all the time, baskets being put in, so you, it just makes it a lot faster. It's that exciting. People want to see bit. that. Yeah, they don't want to see swimming 30 metres and then setting up for 20 seconds you want to see goals 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 a little bit of action off you go and even it's high scoring or low scoring yeah. it's end-to-end action yeah. i think that's you know most sports your football your rugby it's the end, people want to see end-to-end action and i think with this it's so set up for end-to-end action it's, it's been fantastic i can't credit the two lads who set it up you know they're doing amazing they're a great a great idea if you look at the passing trade on the side there's, there's, there must be there's a lot of people on the side, isn't there? So they can, they can watch it, and if they've got kids or they want to get involved themselves, they can look on the websites, can't they? And they'll just type in waterfall, they're back in the game, and the more participation, the better. Yeah, I think we've been especially lucky. We've not been lucky with the weather today, but we've been especially lucky the fact that Man United have been playing. Yes. And yeah, I've seen yeah, quite a few yeah. Man United tops in the, in, the, in the crowd of people that probably, exactly what you say, Tom, they've never, never, never seen it, no idea really what's going on, but they're enjoying it. Yeah. Um, I guess then... How do you see this fitting around everything else? Obviously, we've got the British League starting again in a few weeks. How does something like this fit into the the water polo year, shall we say? Um, I mean, mine and Tom's rivalry will be back up and running come October, I think. Uh, come a couple of hours' time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I think, I don't know, to be honest. I mean, you know, the National League are trying really hard. The British League's already trying so hard. And there's the British Champs, which is, I wasn't there, but I've heard so many good things about the recent tournament in uh, Cheltenham. I think it just it adds that element of fun that it's not necessarily that serious sort of thing. But you can get teams who aren't national league teams as well. So yeah. like obviously me and Joe come together for it, make a team, and it just it just gives you something to do in summer. Most people just switch off for three months and don't do anything. Whereas we switched off the last eighteen months because we had nothing. Yeah. So this is a way of getting back into it. The water's warm enough to swim in trunks. So yeah, it's it's just a way of getting you through summer without having to miss pull altogether. I think it adds that element, element of fun as well, you know, just something different, different rules, makes it, you know, my, my girlfriend's there, she's never seen a game before and it, it's exciting for her to, just to see something a little bit different and yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I think if you can get this going across the country, it'll, it'll do the sport a world of good. Agree 100%. I think there is that gap, as you see in the summer, British Championships finish generally, what, start of May, yeah. um, and then we don't do anything until September, late oh, September. Yeah, um, so I think, yeah, 100%. Just needs people to step in and help organise these things. I think that's always the downfall. But it's great to have sort of people, as you say, that have never played before to people that have played at the highest level. You know, London 2012, you were in that team, weren't you? So, you know, you're an Olympian in the same team as somebody that has never played before. I think that's a, that's a great that's a great advert for what is right about our sport in this country. To market the game. You yeah. can you can have someone who's done that and you can have a, someone who's not played before and they come together and they can learn and if they like it then they can go down to a club. But then it just it just brings everyone together. 
yeah. and it's a small community at Waterpoint. Yeah. You know, we're seeing everybody here. We've got to see you for 12, 18 months, and it's lovely. But then as well, you're having that new people coming in, and you know, we've had people, I've had people in this team who've never met Tom before, and it's that community feel straight away. And I think that's one of the great things about this sport. It's we, very sociable. Yeah, once, it in, is, once you start playing, it is very sociable. Everybody knows everybody. In. Yeah, and if you do join a team, you made 15, 20 new mates straight away, and then you get to know people from other teams. That's another 15, 20 mates, and you got you have more around the country. So, yeah, it's very sociable. Amen to that. What's your? Oh, sorry. Go on. I was just going to say about the stigma about the sport as well. The two lads who've come, you know, never played it, and it's that. Oh, it's just just throwing the ball in water. And the first thing they said was, "That's the hardest thing I've ever done." <laughs> you know, it's that. So it's that. It's that as well. You know, it yeah. creates that. Well, for us, yeah, really hard, <laughs> really hard. But yeah, it's, it's been fantastic, hasn't it? How many more games you got today then? One more group game, and then I think we're looking at fifth, sixth playoff maybe. We're third, fourth we're a, playoff, we're, we're, hopes are still there. We're a keeper short, we are a keeper short. Yeah, we a keeper. A keeper short. I think yeah. the amount of times we've given grief to keepers, they are a fundamental part of the team, yeah. and, and we've lacked that today. So, you know, Tom's, Tom took one for the team and went in, and it was terrible. I'll just get that in there. It was one. terrible. So, no, um, it's, yeah, we'll just see how we get on the last two games. Well, good luck for the last two games, and thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers, really great there to hear from. Joe O'Regan and Tom Curran, two players that have been at the top of the game in this country for, God, the past 10 years, if not more. It's, it's really interesting to hear how positive they are about something that is that bit more relaxed and that is that fun. It just shows that even the elite players in the country, there is that desire for something different in that downtime, as, as Tom sort of alluded to that, you know, you get to the end of the British League and the, the British Championships and everybody stops. It is good to have something in that period. And again, there was the the sort of the focus on friendship and, and that's something that I really find within the water polo community. It, it is a community across the board, really. Everybody generally will look out for each other and it's it, it's been great over the past month and a bit to have started to go back to competitions and getting to see everybody again. Even if it's just to say hi, you know, you walk past, hi, how you doing? It's, it's so good to be getting back to our sport that we all love, that we've, we've, we've all missed for so long. And events like Man Up and then the British Water Polo League, which starts in, in a few weeks in, in September, first weekend is... Women's qualification, 11th, 12th in Liverpool. And then we're, we're, we get started on the 19th, 18th, 19th of September. It's it's great to have these events to start getting people back into the sport. And, you know, for one, I'm so happy to have gone back. Cheltenham, Crawley, now Manchester. Looking forward to the British Water Polo League. And can't wait to get back to normal Back to water polo as we all know it. Man Up has a place in the calendar, I believe. It has that summer when there's not the sort of the, the important competitions going on for something that is a bit more relaxed. And I would urge any teams that were swithering about entering this year, if you get the opportunity next year, I would say enter. It was a cracking day yesterday. 
I wish I'd been able to go to Liverpool the weekend before because at least the weather was good as well. But it's it's one of those things. If you turn up, you've got your jacket on. If it's raining, does it really matter? No. Let's just enjoy water polo. We've missed it for two years. Let's just enjoy it again. Play it in the right spirits. And here is to getting back to normal and getting our sport going again. Have another episode for you in the next month or so, hopefully. Let's get the, the games going again. But but let me know about what you think. What are you looking forward to the most about getting back to the sport? What do you you know, what have you been missing the most about it? I'd love to hear your comments. Please post them on Facebook, on Twitter. It'd be great to hear what you guys think. Otherwise, I'm sure I'll see you at a poolside very soon. Thank you and good night. <laughs>